June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customize paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power the collaboration needed for teams to accomplish what would otherwise be impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software for everything, from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200, or two million, Atlassian software is built to help keep you connected and moving together as one. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Temp check. 
What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer, a beach bum summer, or a wake-me-up-when-the-sun-sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door, in as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. As the death toll continues to mount both here in New York and around the world, the economic numbers get worse as well. Remember last week's unemployment figures of 3.2 million? What a staggering number that was? Well, it's about to get worse because it didn't include all the hotel and travel workers that lost their jobs last Wednesday, Thursday, Friday through this week. We could be in the double a million figures, maybe up to six million by the time this week is over. Now, putting that in perspective, let's go back to 2009 at the height of the recession. The most number of unemployment claims ever filed then was just 665,000. Big difference. And the economic impact is being felt, especially in destinations and countries that are totally dependent on travel and tourism. Consider Hawaii. Every single hotel and resort closed for the next 60 days. Las Vegas, same exact situation. Think of all those workers, many of whom have to hold down two and three jobs to make ends meet, who have no jobs and can't make any ends meet. And we all know what tomorrow is, April 1st, no fooling, rent is due, credit card payments are due, and we're going to see massive defaults. Put it into a bigger perspective, let's go worldwide. My good friend Ed Bartlett, the Minister of Tourism in Jamaica, gave me these figures. In the Caribbean, tourism arrivals have gone from 30 million down to zero. In Jamaica alone, 4.5 million to zero. How does that translate? A million people in the Caribbean out of work and 450,000 in Jamaica alone. Now, if you multiply those numbers by the number of countries that are totally dependent on travel and tourism, you begin to get the picture of how big this is. The airlines are continuing to ground their planes. EasyJet is the latest airline to ground their entire fleet. The last flight tonight from, Liz from New York to Lisbon on TAP will be the last flight of that airline until May 4th. In fact, Global airline contraction and capacity is so massive, in one week alone, in the last seven days, they've cut 20 million seats. It's almost unthinkable. And yet, they can't cut demand faster, I mean, excuse me, they can't cut capacity faster than demand has dropped. It is out of control. Now, the airlines are, of course, in line for a bailout. We, we know about the $58 million bailout bill that was passed last week. Nobody's applied for it yet, but here's what they're in store for. First, the airlines can get $29 billion in loans for what? Salaries of staff if they agree not to furlough any of them before September. And another $29 billion in loans. But in all of this, there was no consumer protection component. Uh, here's what failed to make that bill. To impose restrictions on pricing or ancillary fees. To provide ample health insurance for their employees. Or one of my pet peeves, to restrict or otherwise do some more oversight on outsourcing key aircraft maintenance to other countries. Even Amtrak gets a piece of this, a billion dollars, but half of that is earmarked for the Boston to Washington corridor where they make most of their money. Uh, now, the only flights that are going these days on an international level are repatriation flights. On the domestic schedule, it's getting crazy. I'm going to show you this. This is, the, this is what I depend on. This is my... OAG, it stands for Official Airline Guide. I get one every month for all parts of the world. And as you can see, it lists every published flight in the world. This is the one for April. <laughs> Good luck. The reality is it's about one-tenth that size in reality. 
Most of these flights, gone. Many of them, never to return. In fact, most of these planes are gone. American Airlines has grabbed their 757s and 767s. They're probably never going to come back, otherwise known as early retirement. The same fate awaits many of the super mega jumbos, the A380s. I'll have a, another report on that in a couple of days. But to give you an idea of how crazy it is with the law of supply and demand, an airfare today from, uh, from New York to Los Angeles on American Airlines, round trip, basic economy, $196. And why wouldn't you do basic economy? Who cares about seat selection? You have the entire plane to yourself. What's even more absurd, Fort Lauderdale or Miami to Los Angeles today on American, $40. By the way, that's round trip. It includes all the taxes, everything. Ridiculous. And if you go further out, uh, I saw one report for an April flight on JetBlue from Fort Lauderdale to Los Angeles in April, $13.29. It's crazy. There's also been a collapse uh, in demand at the same time as a spike in supply of fuel. So as a result, oil closed yesterday at just $20 a barrel, almost an all-time low. And that means fuel prices are at an all-time low for the airlines right now, $63.00. Uh, excuse me, 67% in the U.S. down and 63% around the world. So at least that's helping to save the airlines in one respect. Their fuel costs have dropped dramatically. In Britain, the largest repatriation effort in its history is underway to return all those British citizens from all over the world. The British government has committed $75 million to do it uh, and to return their citizens home. It's a provision the British have, British have had for years. The U.S., by the way, no such provision, and our Secretary of State is still urging Americans to try to find a way home through the State Department. It's not been easy. Moving along, the cruise lines, not much to help them out yet. I'm going to have a separate report on that, although many of the cruise lines have announced, you know, they announced a couple of weeks ago they weren't going to sail for 30 days. Many of them announced last night they wouldn't sail for another 30 days. That brings it up to 60 days. Let's be real, they're not sailing for at least 90 days. We're talking middle of June to early July at the earliest. They've also changed their refund policies in many cases where you could change your, your mind within f up to 48 hours prior to the actual cruise departure date with no questions asked. Don't think about refund right now. They're going to give you a voucher for a future cruise and we're going to talk about vouchers a little bit later as well. Uh, in terms of American small business, remember the SBA loans of $350 billion? We're talking about Travel-related companies, we're talking brick-and-mortar travel agencies and tour operators and taxi operators and bus operators and, and, uh, and, and hotels. Well, they're all in line to get part of this SBA $350 billion loan, but here's the way the loan works, and most people don't realize that. American banks are going to actually make the loans, and they'll be guaranteed by the SBA. But so far, the, the banking executives are telling me they're being overwhelmed by loan applications, and at the same time, the SBA has given them no guidance, so nothing is happening. A lot of these businesses may just shut their doors forever waiting for that money. But wait, it gets worse. The way the loan also works is that while the banks make the loan and the SBA guarantees the loan, they're only guaranteeing 75% of the loan. So now the banks have a problem. Do they want to be on the hook for 25% of many loans they think they're just going to have to write off as bad loans? So a lot of banks aren't stepping up to do this yet for every customer simply because they don't want to be on the hook. Don't think there's going to be an easy solution yet, and what's worse, there may not be a fast solution yet. Now, back here in the U.S., the major consumer complaints, you've been sending me all your emails, by the way, my email address is peter at petergreenberg.com, still revolve around your inability 
to get a full refund on your airline flight or your hotel or your tour. And it's a real problem. Already, the first lawsuits have been filed in Canada after the government ruled that the Canadian Airlines didn't have to give you a refund. They could give you a voucher good for two years. The lawsuits have been filed. We'll wait on that to see what happens. But for the hundreds of you who have written me expressing your frustration and anger, a few words of encouragement. I'm going to read them to you right now. Under the U.S. Department of Transportation rule, it says, if your flight is canceled and you choose to cancel your trip as a result, remember, the airline has to cancel it first, you are entitled to a refund for the unused transportation. If you never took the flight, it would be the full transportation, even for non-refundable tickets. You're also entitled to a refund for any bag fee that you paid or any extras you may have purchased, such as an upgraded seat assignment. Okay? That's that rule. So the airlines are not volunteering this, but I'm telling you that's the rule. By the way, you can even find it in their contract of carriage. I'm now going to quote from you, quote to you from Delta Airlines contract of carriage. If there is a flight cancellation, diversion, delay of greater than 90 minutes, or that will cause a passenger to miss connections, Delta will, and I'm quoting them, at the passenger's request, you've been requesting, cancel the remaining ticket and refund the unused portion of the ticket and unused ancillary fees in, to the original form of pay, payment. Well, if they cancel the entire flight and you never took it, guess what? You're covered under their contract of carriage. So you need to remind them of this. And if you can't get any answers, then you email me. Okay? Even the European Union has weighed in and reminded airlines that they're responsible to give you a refund as well. A lot of you, of course, have been asking about refunds and redeposit fees. I'll start with that. The frequent flyer programs. A lot of you book tickets on frequent flyer programs, which you're not going to be using, and now you want to just have your miles, your unused miles, redeposited back to your accounts. Some of you have been complaining that the airlines still want to charge you a fee to do that. The good news is that American and Delta have already waived those fees, and United, the last holdout, about maybe about a day ago, finally relented, and they're waiving those fees. So anybody who's had a problem getting your miles redeposited with United, no fee. Okay, guys? You should know that. Uh, one more thing about the frequent flyer miles, and I want you to think about this going forward. The mileage availability, meaning the mileage seat availability in every class of service on almost every flight has increased almost exponentially, and the mileage numbers needed to get those seats have gone down. We have seen availability on some airlines increase up to 1,400%. Now, I'm not talking about flights in April or May. Don't kid yourself. You're not flying in April or May. All right? We have to be realistic here. The earliest I think we can even think about going somewhere where the airline schedules are even back to normal is about July 1st. Domestically a little bit earlier than that, but don't kid yourself. So look at the airline seating charts and the availability for mileage starting around July 1st. You lose nothing but making by booking those flights now, think strategically, at lower mileage levels and better seat availability. Okay? So the good news is no one's going to charge you to redeposit your miles for the flights you did cancel. Uh, now, a number of you have also asked this question, and I'm happy to answer it. They've asked, Peter Greenberg, is this the longest period of time you've ever spent in any one place in your life? And other than one trip to Antarctica about, about a year and a half ago, the answer is, you better believe it. Uh, and I'll be here until the end of May, maybe the middle of June, or until we can get back and flying again. But like you, I can't wait to get back in the air and to whip out that passport and start seeing the world again. Uh, by the way, you remember one of my earlier advices to you is get an atlas. Get an atlas. Look at it every night. Remember, your dreams may be on hold, but they're not dead. Learn about countries you want to go to, not just the ones that are on your traditional bucket list. 
and now get back to that frequent flyer chart and surprise yourself about availability, which never was there before. It's there now. Uh, now, another programming heads up, because I'm going to be answering a lot of these emails right now. Check out our radio show this weekend. We're going to have a number of airline, hotel, and cruise line CEOs on as my guest to talk about a whole wide range of problems and possible solutions. If you can't find it in your local region, the name of the show is Ion Travel on CBS. Very easy to find. You go on our website at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Saturday morning. You can, you can listen to it streaming live online. Okay? PeterGreenberg.com to find the radio show. Now to some of your email questions. Uh, here's one from uh, uh, Samantha Fidrell who writes, As we all know, business travel is a no-go for the next two to four months. The slowdown would hinder some of us from maintaining our 2019 frequent flyer status. Do you believe there's any chance to keep our 2019 status if it is not higher in 2020 and start fresh in 2021? Well, the good news is uh, you're not alone in that question, and a number of, of hotels and airlines are beginning to respond to that. I know that Hilton has extended your status until 2021, and many other hotels are going to follow suit. I expect the airlines will do the same, especially to their top mega flyers. So uh, I'll have more on that a little bit later on, but it already has started with, with hotels extending your current status. Uh, here's one. Uh, I just finished watching uh, your coronavirus update, meaning the last one. I have a question that you might be helpful with. Uh, I was trying to go from JFK to Florence. Uh, obviously, Air France has canceled it. I would like to rebook this trip in November. What are your thoughts on the probability of Italy being ready for tourists by then? Pretty high. Uh, we stay at a small B&B in, in, in this region. Do you think the businesses in the area will be able to survive? Well, that's the problem. We know what's happening in this country with the SBA loans, should they ever show up on time. We don't know what the other countries are doing. Government aid is going to have to kick in here, especially in countries like Italy, which is so dependent on travel and tourism. But the answer to your first question about the Air France thing, you'll be able to rebook that now for November. They would love to be able to do that without giving you any cash. So I think you'll be okay. Uh, I use, here's one from uh, Demi Laughlin. I used Kayak and, of course, got the lowest price I could before booking my flights. Now that I need to cancel due to the, to the virus, do I have a prayer to get my money back? I don't even know how to about contacting them. My flights are through Alaska and Delta. Well, the one thing you didn't tell me, dummy, is when your flights are. And this is key, folks. If you have a flight upcoming in April or May and you haven't canceled it yet, don't. Wait for the airline to cancel it first. But again, uh, they're waiting. The airlines are playing this game. It's a, it's a game of chicken to see who's going to blink first. And the airlines are waiting up to 48 hours prior to cancel their flights. You may have to do the same. But remember, once they cancel the flight, Remember, they are liable under U.S. Department of Transportation rule if you ask, and you probably should ask, to give you a full refund to your original form of payment. The same thing applies in the European Union. They can, they, now remember, the airlines are not going to volunteer this information because they're desperate to preserve cash, and that includes yours. But that doesn't mean they have to. In fact, if you ask for it, you get to get it. Now, let's say they still refuse to give you the refund. Well, then you have to write a letter of complaint to the United States Department of Transportation, and that's usdot.gov. You'll see their website and how you can complain. But don't do it in a vacuum. Do what I always ask you to do for me. Dates, flights, reservation numbers, confirmation numbers, and copy me, Peter Greenberg, meaning Peter at petergreenberg.com. Sorry for that. Uh, here's one. Now, this one is crazy. Uh, someone is, uh, is, is in Thailand. They purchased a ticket on Turkish Air to fly to Valencia, and they, the airline had a 139 cancellation fee. 
The airline in this case was Turkish Airlines. I got a similar letter to this last week. It's the same problem. There should be no cancellation fees if the airline cancels it, right? And the European Union will enforce this. So once again, if you go to our website, petergreenberg.com, I'll give you the address for the European Union as well. However, if you bought the ticket in the United States through a United States agency, then those rules apply here. All right? You don't have to go to the European Union. Remember, if you bought it on the Turkish Airlines website in Turkey, then the EU rules apply. They're the same rules. It's a question of who's going to enforce them. If not, it happens here. Okay? Here's one. Uh, and this has been changing now. There's been a lawsuit filed in Canada on this about Air Canada basically getting support from the government not to issue cash refunds, but to do a voucher good for two years. It's now being tested in court, so I would certainly apply for it. This is the letter that, that I'm reading now. Uh, I booked a trip for, uh, to Fort Lauderdale with Air Canada back in December of last year to get us to our Royal Caribbean cruise port. We are in Port Huron, Michigan, and of course the cruise has been canceled. Royal Caribbean agreed to 100% refund of their of your fare, good, good for them, uh, or 125% of a future trip until December of 21, which I thought was great. But the problem is they spent a lot of money in airfare, and Air Canada only wants to give them a voucher. Right now, Air Canada is operating under the ruling from the government, which is being challenged in court, so at least you should ask for it so you have, you have some legal standing here, and you become part of that case. All right? There you go. Uh, and so many of you have bought tickets where the refundable portion is so small compared to what you, you paid for. And in some cases for group bookings, we're talking, in one, one of the letters I got was $40,000 that they're not wanting to give back. Now, there's another avenue here. And for $40,000, it bumps it up in different kinds of courts. But for under $7,500 in most U.S. states, you can go to small claims court. And you're going to get some very receptive judges these days who will want to enforce that. The airlines will try to hide behind deregulation, but in this situation, you have precedent here that's going to be preceding it. Really, precedent that's preceding it is not uh, <laughs> redundant. But the point is, you won't be alone. Uh, as I said in my last video, there is going to be a parade of small claims cases. Uh, here's one from, uh, from Jeff Durkis who writes, I booked three nights in a hotel in South Carolina so I could stay at the Masters. They're not going to refund it. What do I do? Same issue. Remember, you can also dispute this with your credit card. You booked a flight or a hotel room for which you did not receive the service, you're entitled to a refund. Again, my website is petergreenberg.com. My email is peter at petergreenberg.com. Please continue to send me your emails, and I'll answer as many as I can. I'll be back tomorrow with another one. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast, American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital edition wherever you get your books. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? 
Enter German music producer Frank Farian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Always on the go? You can take CBS Mornings with you. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews on the CBS Mornings On The Go podcast. Listen to CBS Mornings On The Go ad-free on Wondery+. Plus.